This is a Pasco Media production. Please visit pascomedia.com. Hello and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast where we desire to provide a place of connection, rest and encouragement for all of you who are on the journey with Jesus Christ as we are. My name is Sister Miriam James and I am as usual joined by my two wonderful co-hosts. Uh, just just a little f- disclaimer for this podcast, we've already been on the Skype call about 30 minutes and we've laughed nonstop. <laughs> so we're not really sure what's going to happen today. It is the last uh, uh, episode of the season. Anything could happen. Okay, so I'm just, y'all, like, buckle in. Because, yeah, it's been an interesting conversation thus far. And and, truth uh, be told, last episode, our editor (laughs) had to cut out a good 10 minutes because we were laughing so hard when Sister Miriam had her book on her head and all sorts of shenanigans that were happening, so... Yeah, and that was like podcast gold, y'all. Like, I mean, we were laughing, so you would have laughed. And I'm like, Gene, he's like the teacher. Like, he just gives us the smackdown sometimes. It's like, and that's not going to go in the final episode. Like, whatever it is. I think it was because it was like so funny to us. And other people would have been like, what are they talking about? (laughs) They would have no idea. One third of the episode was just them laughing. Like, does this have any content whatsoever? My brain cells are dying. We didn't want to leave you out, listeners. (laughs) I know. We love you, listeners. Michelle, are you going to talk at all or what? <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt your beautiful soliloquy that was going on there, sister. Oh, she's soliloquy. I love it. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, but does that count as like my Latin word? No, that's not Latin. Anyway. That can um, be your one thing. Yeah. I am good. I'm tired this morning. So I had a late airport run. I have kids going everywhere this morning. I'm on my second cup of coffee, but... It's all good because I get to see your beautiful face, sister. So, yeah. Oh, look at you! And I pay her a lot of money. <laughs> I know. And Heather, I get to see yours, even oh, though you thanks. Heather's, thanks, Heather's Heather. hair is falling oh, oh, yeah. out. Oh yeah, and Heather, by the way, thank you, and Heather. <laughs> so, come on, Heather, play that victim card, baby. Play it. Play it. <laughs> Your beautiful face, sister. Oh, yeah, and Heather. (laughs) And Heather. It's not her fault she lives in the Pacific Coast time zone, whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wish I lived there, too. Heather, I'm with you. It's early, girls. Yeah. I was up busting my tail this morning, like, packing lunches. I have a kid going to the water slides today. It was all the things. I was, you know. All the things. All the things. All the things. All right, dear friends. Well, we thought for our last episode, we would kind of just talk about the season. This has been a wonderful season. We've had so much great feedback and just everything from the Lenten series on Life of the Beloved to our pruning episode to Joy the Gospel to, and you all have been so wonderful. It's just been great to hear from you. So we thought we would just talk a bit about, you know, some of just some of the season and how it went and all that kind of stuff. And I think um, maybe one thing we could certainly start talking about was our word for the year, right? So here it is, June. And our word for the year, like, how is that word working for you still? Like, what what do you think about, and for maybe those of you who heard that particular uh, episode, you know, how's how's your word, you know, working for you? So, Heather, what about you? I mean, how have you felt like your year has unfolded so far, almost halfway in? And how's the word of the year that you were given? Is it still pertinent? And how is it still unfolding in your life? Yeah, so with our words for the year, <clears throat> just for those of you who hadn't listened to that episode, we each of us, you know, had, had taken time to really pray and ask God, like, what is the word for the year? Sort of like the theme, things you want me to focus on throughout the year. And um, that was a great episode. We got a lot of good feedback about that because it gave people an opportunity to spend time really asking God some some good questions for their, for their new year. So, mine was foundations. How's it working for me? Um, can the end of the year come sooner? <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. feel like I've been in demo mode uh, for, yeah, like the whole time, the whole six months. So it definitely mm. has rung true that God is is bringing things down to the foundation, you know, and it's mm. a lot of beginning again and a demolition and um, and just trusting that, you know, he is a good father and that he is building good things and everything that he mm. is taking away or tearing down. Um, is for my good. And so, yeah, it's been hard, but good. You know what I mean? Like good in the sense that this is the life that I've signed up for and that I I believe is, is good because God is good and he has good things in mind and good things in store. So um, bring it on. We got we got six more six more months to go. Hopefully, we're gonna have a house built at the end. But literally, we're building a new house as well. Like See, literally, like how did this all come to be? It's truly is miraculous. So we are literally building a house, and that foundation hopefully will start in the next month or so. So that part's super exciting. That's very poetic. Can I just say that? Yeah, I know. God's like that. Have you noticed? He's just like so extravagant in the details amazing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. anyway michelle how about you how's your word working well i had two words as usual because i can't stick to one and for our listeners this was the um episode one is the episode we are referring to so my words were shalom and sustainability and i'm not feeling the shalom right now today and so <laughs> that's because you only had two cups of coffee about coffee number four the shalom kicks in girl I, just tell you that. Yeah, yeah and that's where you was, need that sign that says shalom y'all remember that i know <laughs> yeah seriously that's where we got that so um i need to make a coffee mug that says that or something to remind me but i was telling heather before we got on that, like yesterday was one of those days where i was navigating kids here there and everywhere and I just lost my stuff yesterday with one of my kids. And I am and I remember just going downstairs in the kitchen and sitting there and thinking, okay, I handled that horribly, like horribly. And I just totally reacted out of emotion. And then I was thinking, okay, God, how do I have shalom when my hormones are like going crazy? Like, Holy Spirit, you need to be Holy Spirit of my hormones. Like, because I'm like Ooh, rearing that's, that's and aging. Quote, and for our I'll male listeners, my hormones. I think you seriously. should write a worship song. Every man who's listening to this right now is dying. We are so sorry. They're like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. They just said hormones. (laughs) Yeah. Shoot. Every man that's listening and be like, yeah, whatever. My wife, girlfriend, whoever. Like, seriously, come Holy Spirit. My husband, I know, would be singing that litany right there. Um, But yeah. We love all the men who listen to our podcast anyway. I think I'm just learning that we've said this over and over again, but that things are a process. And I had another situation on Saturday where it was um, a situation that happened and I wanted to react. Instead, I paused and prayed and responded with grace and let the other person handle that situation and realize that it was a process like that, um, you know, and the process was good and that we needed to just lean in and let it get messy and have hard conversations but usually i think i can tell a mind shift in my mind usually like i avoid hard conversations and now i realize that the hard conversations are where the deep work happens and where the good fruit is bared um in certain situations that's where good things are cultivated in these hard situations um and usually i'd be like let's just avoid them you know let's not talk about that and so now i'm learning okay nope this is where you lean in and 
to celebrate that. How about you, sister? How's your word working for you? Is that true? Well, it's very pertinent as well. And I I spoke early on in the year about Christ really inviting me in a very deep way, in a deep way to, to lay upon his heart and rest there. And that's certainly been the most essential thing in my life uh, lately. It just becomes more and more essential. And yeah, a lot of things in this, this last year have been very challenging, uh, all the way down to the core, again, of my own being. And, you know, just, um, yeah, just some really deep stuff. And it's been hard. And uh, just to kind of navigate that. And I think for me, somebody who's very type A, who likes things resolved, it's been very challenging for me to just to be in the presence of Christ and have all these unresolved things and not know mm-hmm. how it's going to be resolved because I want to fix it now and I want to be fine now. And just there are some things in life that, as you both kind of were speaking of, that just are a process. Mm-hmm. And uh, seeing the face of Christ in that and knowing, seeing him so kind and tender toward me and not pushing me to make a decision or not not berating me because I don't have it all together. I think that in and of itself, if this whole six months has been just for that one moment of seeing his face of such kindness and tenderness of, of understanding and an invitation to a deeper receptivity of him, then I can tell you it's been all worth it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so often I want to provide for myself. I want, I, I don't, you know, I want to make things happen myself. I want to provide for myself and I, I want to fix things myself. And, and, um, it's life is not like that. And at this deepest level, it's about, uh, a gift and a reciprocity of God's love for us. So Amen. yeah, definitely that was divine providence at the beginning of the year and it just keeps getting deeper and deeper, you know, and as we talked about that, I think, you know, we talked about our episode actually, you know, s- soon after that was um, on pruning, which we got a lot of feedback on that episode on pruning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, we know we kind of talked about that in our own journeys of like, how do you, you know, yeah. How do you allow that to happen? Right. And just the areas of life where God sometimes opens doors and shuts doors. And then, um, which led us into Lent, which a lot of people, maybe we could talk about that from the pruning to being the beloved. Like what was some of the feedback y'all got, um, on the book study, Heather? I mean, I know you receive a lot of the emails. So what, what's the overwhelming feedback that you got on our Lenten book study of being the beloved? Yeah, it was overwhelming actually. Like I, I was, uh, totally caught off guard with how many people joined us in the book study. Like when we when we started it, I just thought, oh yeah, okay. Well, Michelle was like, we should have a Facebook group, you know, for discussion and whatever. And I thought, oh yeah, like we'll just have a few people join. <laughs> There's like a thousand people in that group, which has been just so overwhelming and awesome to see people not only just online, um, but also getting together in small groups to go through the book study and the fruit that that we were hearing was coming, the realizations people were having as they were just taking time to read and ponder. This book was like simple, um, but so true. And there was so many things that were impacting. And so, yeah, I think the biggest feedback was that people were literally coming to a deeper realization of how beloved they were in the eyes of God. And um, and the areas that, that caused them to stumble and, and not see that truth in their life. So, yeah, it was beautiful. What about you, Michelle? What were your thoughts? I just think that book by Henry Nouwen is such um, a spiritual foundation book. It is like if you could get the gist of what he is trying to say and it really sink into your heart and into your mind about being beloved, then everything else in the spiritual journey um, it's like icing on the cake because that's the truest identity to who we are. But I loved, loved getting the different comments from the listeners and it discovering like just their different epiphanies, personal epiphanies that they were having while they were going through it. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite thing. And for me, it's almost uh, painful 
because I want to hear everybody's story. Like I want to hear what exactly is going on and um, their personal stories and to hear all that. Um, and I think one of the best compliments that we've got is people like, we think that we're, you know, like we think we, that we know you personally, that you're our best friend, you know, like that we could sit down at the table with you guys and totally. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I mm-hmm. love that um, we can just go through life together and um, yeah, discover these like really uh, pivotal spiritual truths that happen, like being the beloved. And I mean, it doesn't matter how many times I think Henry Nowen is one of those authors, but I think um, Life of the Beloved and even Return of the Prodigal Son. Oh, yeah. Like when you read them, you can read them three years ago and then you read them again today. And it, each of those words have totally different meanings in the season of life you're in. It is one of those kind of books and it approaches you in a different way, whatever season you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when people came to grips with like, even that their brokenness is unique, like mm-hmm. their belovedness is unique and even their brokenness is unique. And both of those have value and watching those epiphany moments come alive for people. I love that. That just was amazing to me. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really great. Really great. What about you sister? It was great. I, I mean, you know, just by all of us, you know, have outside ministries where we travel and, and talk to different people and, and it just was incredible to meet people from across the nation who at different events that I was at just came up to me and many of them in tears, just so grateful for the book study and the podcast and just how connected they felt. And, um, you know, I think even uh, Michelle, I think you said Amazon even reached out to you saying, why yeah. don't you guys link us? I mean, cause like, that's how big it was. Like people just flocked to it. And I, I love Henry now. And I think last week, my one thing was the return of the prodigal son, that book and his just his utter transparency and vulnerability unnerves me every single time Mm -hmm. and I just it's so inspiring to me and it's so it's so convicting of all the areas I still hide or want to put on a facade or perform and Mm -hmm. he just is like here here I am and I think for people journeying with us on that and I think you know I think of one of the most famous quotes that I know people talked about when you know when our feelings are saying that you're nobody that nobody loves you that you know he said you can you can understand those feelings but you proclaim the truth of who you are you know that mm-hmm. these feelings are not the truth of who I am but the, the truth is that I am beloved and that I'm made in the image and likeness of God that I'm deeply loved and those are things those are the spiritual um, exercises so to speak of our spiritual muscles that we that we practice all the time and so it was so beautiful just to see people's hearts I mean obviously that struck a chord with so many people who went on the journey with us. And even now, like I, I meet people that are like, Oh, I know I couldn't, I didn't get to be part of the book study. We just want to tell you that the book study wasn't just for Lent. Like this summer might be a great time when you have extra time just, and now that you can listen to the episodes whenever mm-hmm. you want that just to grab the book and spend some time at the beach or by the pool and, and just spend some time going into the life of the beloved. That's who you are. So that's really, yeah, it was, that was by far, I think probably the biggest fruit of the whole season was just seeing people's receptivity and their own entering into and hearing their stories, like Michelle mm-hmm. was saying. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and we we read the comments. You know, like we all read them on the Facebook group or messages that people send to us, and we can't always respond to everything just because of the volume that we get sometimes. But we read them, and they're important to us. and mm-hmm. And it's been really cool to see like the same people. Um, commenting at different times like I feel like I'm too getting to know some of our listeners which is really great and and that that is one of the most surprising things of the podcast is that there's a bond that is happening like uh it's surprising that it can happen with this this means of communication but but there is like um a sense of we're in this together you know we are on the journey together and Mm -hmm. um and I feel like a lot of what we talked about this season was it's okay to be weak and it's okay 
to have wounds and and to become more comfortable with our weakness, knowing that that's exactly the places where God wants to bring life. You know, like it's mm. even when you die, there's life. Even when things are horrible, God can turn it into something good, um, which is just like the deep mystery of the gospel of the Christian life. So I think it's really beautiful, really beautiful. And thanks for sharing, listeners. Thanks for sharing your stories with us and comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's created a really beautiful community of people that, you know, many times all of us have that feeling, oh my my gosh, I'm all alone. And we're not. The truth is that we're in this together and that we're all abiding together, right? We might not be in the same time zone or in the same city, but we're all together. And so Mm -hmm. I think that was especially something that people really resonated with in the uh, retreat, Heather, that you organized in Canada called Royal. And we put two talks, one year talk and then Mary Bielski's talk. And I got so much feedback from that. So maybe you could just talk about that. Like, yeah. yeah. Especially Mary's talk because, gosh, she was so dynamic. She was just on fire. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, And her, she's pretty contagious. Like, I mean, her passion and joy was pretty contagious. But the thing I love about Mary is that she is real. Like, she is so yeah. real. And I appreciated that so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her talk was like fire. Michelle, what did you think? What kind of feedback did you get from that uh, series? Well, actually, it was funny. I was talking to a good friend of ours, Cal, on the phone uh, Friday, I think. And she was telling me she listened to Mary's podcast like three times, that she loved uh-huh. it so much. She was saying that it was just like, um, well, their personalities are very similar, too. So she really connected to that. But I think those uh, topics are huge. Like, what is our inheritance? That we have to remember that we have a royal inheritance. That... Um, we have to remember who we are and that we have an inheritance. Like Heather says, I think one of the beautiful things about this season, this podcast is you can come as you are and wherever you are and you can come with your brokenness and um, you can come with your hurt and you can come with your questions and you can wrestle with them. And that that's a safe place to do that. But it's not the stopping place because mm-hmm. we keep on going because God is the God that redeems and restores and reconciles all things and that we have a royal inheritance that this is it's a journey and that we continue to live as resurrected people uh, but it's a constant road to calvary we you know are crucified we died and god resurrects us in different areas of our life all the time like i wish it would just be like okay we're done we're good let's just live as resurrected people but we won't on the side of eternity but that's to keep in mind that we have a royal inheritance is a huge thing in the spiritual life that we are co-heirs of God's kingdom and that we are kingdom people and we have that mindset it um, changes everything it really does change everything so yeah and um, it's truth that we need to go back and sit with I think that's part of the problem of the society that we live in today is that everything is like we are we are intaking so much information in a day um, and I couldn't tell you half of what I read last week, you know, on my mm-hmm. phone or on the internet mm-hmm. or on Reddit or whatever it is. Like, it's just like t- piles of information and YouTube videos and blah, 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 you know. And I think to take time to sit with some of these topics and then to go back to them, it's really, really important. And that's one of the reasons why we have the discussion and journaling questions on the website as well for each episode is because we're hoping that people will take time to dive deeper. You know, we're just scratching mm-hmm. the surface with some of our conversations. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think, sister, about oh. those topics? Oh, I thought it was beautiful. And I, I mean, just being there, being in the presence of both of you, that when the, the talks, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait for the people to hear your talks. And 
it was just so beautiful right from the very beginning when Michelle opened up the weekend and unfortunately we didn't get to record all the talks, but you know, hearing your talk, Heather, and then, um, Mary's talk, it just, it was one of those things where you're like, the world needs to hear this, you know, the Mm -hmm. world needs to hear this truth because it resonated so deeply in all of us because we know inherently that it's true and where we, you know, where we're going that, you know, like we, I talked about star Wars before, like the, you know, Ray, where she's like, there's something inside of me. There's Mm -hmm. something inside of me that's been there this whole time. And, and now it's awake and I, I, I need to know, I need someone to show me my place in all this. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do as Christians. We remind ourselves, we you know, we sing the song to one another and we remind each other where, where our place is, that our place is in the heart of God and, and we're not a compilation of other people's opinions of us, but that we are who God says we are. And I don't think we can mm-hmm. repeat that enough, you know. So, um, we also had two guests on this season. We had Jenna Gizar from Blessed Is She and we also had Father Dave Pavanka, which <laughs> was really great. Uh, as well, talking about the Holy Spirit in preparation for Pentecost. And I know that uh, both of those episodes, you know, got really great feedback too. But maybe we could talk about Jenna a bit and Blessed Is She. And just, I just love her honesty about being a mother and just kind of her journey with the Lord and Blessed Is She. Uh, and so it's just a wonderful ministry. I know, uh, Heather, you had their uh, interview with Bishop Barron, which I listened to at the airport the other day, which was so good. We're so proud of them having it's Bishop so Barron on there. Blessed totally. she podcast, but it was great to have her on, wasn't it? And she had a little baby with her while she's on the podcast. You know, she's oh my gosh, she has the cutest kids. They're so adorable. Oh my goodness. I think we even put a picture of her baby on because we were like so obsessed with that baby. Yeah, I loved having Jenna on and I, you know, I feel like with some of these other ministries that we interact with, like we really are trying to just champion one another and Blessed is she and Jenna and Beth are so supportive of what we're doing and have promoted our podcast. And I feel similarly with them. Like I'm proud of them, like for the things that they accomplish for the kingdom, you know, not just like, oh, you're building a successful ministry, but like they're really touching hearts and that's what matters to them. So I love the ministry that they do. I love where they're going. I love that they're pushing themselves to be vulnerable. Um, And even on the podcast, like I just... I loved hearing Jenna's heart and a lot of people don't get to hear her like in that way on a regular basis. So I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. What about you, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm a huge fan because we get to collaborate a lot. Well, I get to collaborate a lot with them in different areas and forms, but I love um, both Jenna and Beth's hearts, but I love that, that it was just developed out of a longing and ache out of Jenna's heart for community mm-hmm. and for women to get together. And for me, I love, um, that there is beauty and Catholic women's ministry. Like we, you know, that they really do some beautiful work, that there's resources that they do, that they're creating. And um, yeah, I'm just huge fans of both of them and uh, what they're doing and um, their whole team Mm -hmm. of people. And I love how collaborative it is. And then Father Dave, I can't say... I mean, I adore that man. Like, yeah. (laughs) He's one of our favorite. He is one of our favorites for sure. Yeah. He is. And, um, yeah, Heather and I have had relationships with him for a long time, like being students at Franciscan University and knowing him through that way. And um, just being even with him last week at at, at Franciscan, and we weren't able to talk a lot, but the conversations that we did have, he's one of those priests that – you just pick up right where you left off. Mm-hmm. But he has such a spiritual fatherhood about him mm-hmm. that is amazing. And he has such a, just an anointing of freedom in the spirit that is such a great legacy. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, his sister and I were talking when he was leading Eucharistic procession and adoration 
last Saturday night, there's such a security when he leads that. Um, mm-hmm. There's a safety. He has such a fatherly anointing to him mm-hmm. that you feel like, okay, it, it is a safe place. He opens up the door to have a safe place to encounter the father because Ooh, of his good. presence. I think mm-hmm. that is one of the blessings that um, of who he is and what God does through him. So, yeah. and his joy too. Like he, oh, he yeah. kind of has it, has all the things that I that I love, and those are my favorite <clears throat> favorite people um, in the spiritual life who can go deep and can wrestle with weakness and aren't afraid to go into dark places, but can also laugh, 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 like belly laugh. So, yes. Yeah, I love that man too. And that was a great so, interview, like just his heart and his passion. Yeah, I, I love that interview. Go ahead, sister. What were your thoughts? No, it was great. Yeah, I know he was great. And just I love his love for the Holy Spirit. I mean, just it was true. And Michelle and I were ministering with him you know, a couple weeks ago at Steubenville. Just watching him, how he moves in the Holy Spirit is really inspiring. And you just it's one of those people you look at and you're like, man, I want to be like that. You know, I want to have my heart mm-hmm. open by the, to the Holy Spirit and just to be able to to be docile and it's I was thinking of just as as we're even talking about our guests and just talking about this journey together like that's what a fellowship is right we encourage we're walking on this road together we're encouraging one another on we're you know pressing on together we're pressing each other into the heart of Jesus and that's really the journey that's the Mm -hmm. fellowship of Christianity you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah So um, yeah, so then we talked a bit about just um, our lovely Latin, our Latin apostolic exhortation. Got out to say it again. Day. <laughs> oh, stop it! Everybody's laughing about that, um, which was great. That was very challenging. I mean, I know listeners. We had to jam a whole bunch of stuff in there. We could have done probably a five part series, but we could only uh, do three. But that was great too, and I'm so glad we took the time to read that and to reflect on it and just to really be challenged by it. I know I was. I was very challenged by it reading it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, let's 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 do this, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good, and I loved hearing people's discussions on it, especially on the Facebook discussion group, which anybody can join that. If you haven't joined that group and you want to be a part of that little community, you know, feel free to join that group. But that was really cool to hear people's thoughts and insights and things that were striking them. And I think it's like that. We've done several series, like even in previous seasons. So throughout the summer, as Sister said, if people want to dive into those, we did one on uh, the feminine genius, fight like a girl, mm-hmm. I think was like on spiritual mm-hmm. battle. So even if you're a guy, I'm sure some things <laughs> would apply. Um, but yeah, various series that we've done that you can at any point, like I know some women have gotten together for like a half retreat day, you know, where they've done one of the series that we had. And it's just beautiful to hear how people are connecting. That's one of my favorite things about the podcast is that it's drawing people together. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a wonderful season, and you know we have going to break this summer. And um, oh, I'm sorry, Michelle. Look at the quiet little mouse there in the corner. Did you want to talk about Gaudete et Exaltate? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just like to speak Latin to me. That's all that it is. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, sweet girl. Yeah. Uh, Did you no, I think Heather. That. Yeah, no, Heather pretty much covered it. I loved people's awakening. Like that, the holiness is the most attractive face of the church, but holiness is unique and different for each person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we don't change absolute truth or church teaching, but how that is lived out is very unique to how God designed you and what his, your mission is um, in the kingdom. So I just loved it. Um, and yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Well, and there was a lot of feedback, Michelle, when you were talking that one day about, you know, what it me- what if being a feminist means to you. And man, so many women commented on that, that it just gave them goosebumps and they could really relate to just your passionate, you know, plea for just the dignity of women, but the dignity of men and the dignity of the human person, you mm-hmm. know. Which we had a conversation and there was a New York Times article and I'll link it 
to here, but it was talking about John Paul II and this whole, this article came out last week um, and it was exactly what I was saying, but John Paul II's and this whole idea of personhood and personalism. And that is what I was mm-hmm. trying to essence at, that we are human people and that we cannot generalize or stereotype anyone and put people into these certain categories and then just, and then just um, almost like get rid of them. Okay, they're this way. And then, so I'm not even gonna deal with them, but that we are all, um, people and personalists and um which is what what i love about john paul ii um and his writings on the human person and all of that so yeah it is good i'm just gonna say and gene don't you dare edit this out sister is making (laughs) rabbit faces at us while we are talking you can see me how come i can't see you because i have my camera like the teacher we're like mister now she's laughing Oh, I oh, I again. Yeah, totally see. I can totally see you, sister. And so she's making rabbit faces at me while I'm talking. And so it's you can tell we're closing in at the end of our episode <laughs> when we start losing it. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. So yes, dear friends. Anytime you can go back through any of the episodes and just enjoy it, talk to your friends about it. Um, certainly do that. And we have a lot of fun stuff planned for you this next season. So you do not want to miss a single episode. We're really excited about some of the things that are going to be coming up. And our final, ladies, our (coughs) final one thing, uh, parentheses S for some of us who have two one things. Um, Our final one thing of the season, um, which, uh, you know, is always a wonderful thing. So, Heather, would you like to grace us with your one things? Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. And I also was thinking, um, just before I say my one thing, that if people want to follow us in the summer, uh, Sister Miriam's on Twitter, and Michelle and I are on Instagram and Facebook, so you can catch up with us there, and, you know, um, we can connect with each other that way. Mm -hmm. Anyway, my one thing for this week is somebody on America's Got Talent... I'm obsessed with this guy, which I sent these videos to both of you, which I know you didn't watch because (laughs) you would have commented by now because it was so, 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 so good. Okay, Michael Ketterer, you guys have to look this up. I'll post it on our website. But Michael Ketterer is this guy. He was on America's Got Talent, and I'm looking at him going, my gosh, he looks so familiar. Who is this guy? And then I realized he's a worship leader. And he's on America's Got Talent. He's also like a nurse. And his whole story of how they had their daughter and uh, then his wife um, almost died and his daughter almost died. And so they ended up adopting five more children after that because it was too dangerous for her to have uh, biological children. And he talked about that story and just how God intervened and led them. Like it was so beautiful, his witness. And then he sang and it was amazing and you guys need to look it up and watch it because it was just like the best thing that i've seen on tv in a long time it was so heartwarming so there you go and i'm gonna post one of his worship videos too because he's super good michelle what's your one thing my one thing is a friend of ours sarah kroger is recording a new album and she's doing it yay sarah kroger we love you go girl it is amazing and uh we are actually designing some of the products that go along with it but and they're beautiful listeners yeah i I give Mm -hmm. heather and sister all the sneak peeks but the i love that audrey assad is producing it uh, Sarah is writing this music. It is amazing music, and I love that. There's a lot of girl power going on here, producing it. Mm, but love. it's just an amazing thing. It's like the worship that is coming out of it, and her creativity, and the road that God is leading her on. And so she is doing a Kickstarter campaign. And um, I just really also think it's important for us to invest in the arts as mm-hmm. Catholics, like mm-hmm. to learn how to be patrons. 
and develop and um, help uh, create and co-labor with her to birth this beautiful worship album mm-hmm. that is coming out. So it is called Bloom, and I'm just really excited, and I'm really proud of her, too. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll put the link for the Kickstarter page, because if any of you are listening and you want to check out Sarah Kroger and you want to support that, I think it would be a wonderful gift, not just to her, but to the church, because this I music agree. is beautiful. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. What about you, sister? Amen. I love that. I love that you talk about being a patron, because... Many times we enjoy art and we love beauty, but um, we don't realize that it costs something, right? And so I think we can all, mm-hmm. just in our own way, give to what we can to people to help make beautiful things. That's how beautiful things happen, is all of us coming together and, and helping support that process. So, yeah, amen. Well, I do have two one things. Okay, so there you go. <gasps> the, the type A girl broke the rule. And <laughs> rule breaker. Save the best for last, ladies. So just two one things. Um, one of them, I, as a podcast, I absolutely love, and I, I think I've talked about it before, but it's by a guy, a former, I uh, can't even talk, a former professional athlete named Lewis Howes, and his podcast is called The School of Greatness. And he has every kind of person on there talking about greatness, everything from mental greatness to physical greatness to emotional greatness to, and it's just it's so inspiring. I, I, I just was listening to a couple episodes on the airplane uh, yesterday, and I just love listening to people, how they see the world and what makes them thrive. And the human body and the human mind are incredible things. And so I've just so enjoyed listening to it. And of course, I'm not flat out endorsing every guest he has on, so please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But I think mm-hmm. if you have ears to hear, there's just some really great, really great stuff out there. And some really, people are wonderful. Like human beings are just wonderful. And so mm. it's, yeah, I wish I knew him on, in person, but Lewis Howes, uh, the school of greatness. I love that podcast. And then I want to also just give a shout out to the Steubenville conferences that are happening this summer. I was just at another one this last weekend and I just, it just filled my heart with such joy. And so if you have a chance to go to a teen conference there throughout the nation this summer, I'm going to put the link up to the Steubenville conferences website and you can, if they're not sold out, you can still register, take your teen with you, join a youth group. They also have adult conferences. They have young adult conferences. And so Steubenville just does such a great job of bringing people into a deep encounter with Christ and they do it well with such joy also. And so I just came away just with my heart full and edified and um, I'm going to be at another one this coming weekend. And so, yeah, I just I'm bringing my daughter out. to one on, um, on the campus in July. See, super stoked, super excited. Amen. Yeah, yeah. So definitely. Cool. So I just wanted to give them a shout out too. So they're, they're wonderful what they do. So, well, dear friends, we've come to the end of another season. We want to say again, thank you so much. We're over 250,000 downloads this year. And so we're just really grateful for all your support. And please stop by you know, our, our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com. Click on any of the icons, find the discussion questions. If you could leave us a review on your iTunes um, app, just even just clicking the number of stars, it really helps get our podcast out there. If you enjoyed any of our episodes, share them with a friend. We want to say thank you to Jean who is a Woo-hoo! rock star. And you're the best, he is, Gene. Gene. Gene, you're awesome. And he's the one who does all of our editing and getting everything together and making us sound halfway sane. So if you think this is crazy, <laughs> you should see the unedited version. <laughs> oh, so, God. Gene, we love you. He, he yeah. has so many things on us. Like, if I never want to get on Gene's bad side. I don't even know if he has a bad side, but if he did, I, I wouldn't want to be on it because he has so much material. <laughs> Honest now, <laughs> and also I would say, listeners, check out Gene um, on social media, and he has several other podcasts, and he's just excellent. He's a genius and mm-hmm. and a just an amazing person. So check he it really out. is Gene so. the genius, and we might have a few surprises this summer. So for our listeners, we might just Ooh. have a couple surprises this summer. You just well, never you know. Busted. You might just 
find something surprising in your little podcast throughout the like, summer. So. Like an Easter egg. Like an Easter egg. So <laughs> anyway, we love you and we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Christ-filled summer. I just hope that you enjoy it to, to the depths of your soul. And so please know that we are praying for you. We are abiding together with you. And it's been delightful to have you on the journey. So until next season, my dear listeners, we will be abiding together. Have a wonderful summer. God bless you.